0: What is up? Hello there. My name is Jessica Patching bunch You can call me JPB, and this is Brain Body Resilience. This is a podcast dedicated to growth, human development, and stressing a little bit less so you can go ahead and live a little bit more. Hello, hello. Welcome back. Today is episode number 111 of the Brain Body Resilience podcast. I'm your host, JPB. Today's episode was inspired by a new series on Disney with Chris Hemsworth taking on new new to him ways to approach his health and longevity. I watched a few episodes. The episodes I watched have been really great in the way that they take a typically masculine presenting man He played Thor, an action hero in all of his other movies. He's, you know, buff, attractive. And he's showcasing the ideas of stress management and state regulation through breathing, cold exposure, mindset tools, bringing these things to the masses in a way that they are presented as cool or acceptable or desirable through the lens of this superhero, action hero, attractive fit guy who is... What we have been told is the standard ideal example of what we deem normal and desirable. And so if he struggles with these things, it's okay that you do too. And so while there's a lot lot of layers to dig in there, I'm not going to do that in this episode, I do appreciate that um, that content is out there reaching more people. One thing in the stress episode that stuck out to me is when he is going through some mindfulness training and he said, you know, this is hard for me because I can't just relax on command. And I've heard similar ideas from clients and and all kinds of people with things similar things, I can't just relax on command, or it doesn't work for me because I can't just shut off my brain. Yes. And also, yes. Mindfulness and self-regulation, meditation aren't about relaxing on command or not having any thoughts in your head. It's about bringing your attention to what is actually happening. What currently exists in your body and in your mind? What information are you getting? Because until we recognize what currently exists, we can't begin to manage our mind or our thoughts or choose the response we want to have instead of reacting from a place of dysregulation or autopilot. This can be really hard when we've been taught that some emotions and feelings and thoughts are acceptable and others are not. I will say it again, if you have the capacity, it is meant to be. It's how we choose to respond to what exists that makes the difference. And listening to your body, while it is sage advice, It's very much a learned skill, and it's not just something we inherently know how to do, especially when detaching and ignoring have been useful coping tools to keep us safe from pain. It's just about paying attention and then choosing to allow what exists to actually just exist without trying to explain it away or turn it into something that, you know, it's not or pretend it's not there because. It's too hard to deal with. And yes, it can be super fucking hard. I say it's just about paying attention and it sounds simple. Something can be simple and not easy. Lots of things are simple and yet not at all easy. I just started doing some um, parts integration work with my therapist and I am learning to listen to my body, but also very much still in a space where my therapist will ask, you know what is what is what are you feeling? I'm like, I don't know. Am I just making this shit up? I don't know, which is the issue. I'm learning, I'm learning to know, I'm learning to listen. We have to learn to pay attention and allow ourselves to exist in our full capacity with all of the emotions, with all of the thoughts, with all of the feelings. And we have to learn to navigate boredom so we can listen to these signals from our body. Our nervous system needs the downtime to process, to relax, to repair, and just to be without stimulation. But most of us these days have replaced any downtime that we might have with picking up our phones. How often do you find yourself picking up your phone when you're in your car or in a conversation with others or waiting in line or anytime you have a free moment that you are not otherwise occupied? we are not meant to be constantly stimulated, which is one reason mindfulness and moments of silence are so very important to be intentional about adding that into our days. Mindfulness and learning to press pause gives us a moment to choose what comes next, what actions we take. We aren't trying to change what exists because so much of our stress and internal turmoil comes from resisting what simply is. This is sad. I don't want to feel sad. This is painful. I don't want to feel painful or feel pain in either way. What actually exists inside, what we feel. And so we're not trying to resist it or change it, but just to notice so that we can start to get curious and then figure out what is needed And in order to notice, we have to press pause and give ourselves some space. We have to be intentional about interrupting the current pattern of thoughts and actions so that we can choose what is useful and usable in this moment. I always advocate for breath work as an introduction to mindfulness. And this is for a couple of reasons. One of them being attention to our breath will naturally slow it down a little bit. And then we can choose to manage our breath in a way that increases parasympathetic activation to flip that switch on the rest, digest, learn, repair system. It also gives us something to follow with our mind. So if we're paying attention and being mindful of the breath, what it feels like as it enters the nose, as the breath goes down into the throat, and into the chest, past the chest into the abdomen, and then seeing how far that breath can go into the pelvic floor and following it all of those places back out of your body as well. As we are paying attention to these things, there will be thoughts that come into our head and steal our attention away. The moment we notice that we're thinking about whatever it is, that is a win. That means that we are being mindful. If we notice that our thoughts have strayed and we're, we're daydreaming about something else, we can choose to shift our focus then back to the breath over and over and over until the gaps between our thoughts become a little bit longer and we notice a little bit sooner. What won't help is trying to force those thoughts away. This will just make them stick around longer because we know that what we give our energy to will grow and demand our attention more. So this practice of mindfulness both slows the heart rate and helps to balance the nervous system, but it also calms the mind and trains our focus. The practice of mindfulness doesn't mean we're trying to force ourselves to relax because again, that just brings attention to the fact that we're not relaxed and that is what will grow. It'll probably just make us more uncomfortable. So think of it like allowing instead of pushing. We're not pushing this thing, forcing it. We're letting go of the resistance we already have and allowing a release. And so in summary, my friend... We're not trying to force ourselves to relax. We are simply letting go of the resistance and allowing space to press pause and then learn to be with a little bit of boredom, which might be a little bit of discomfort as well, so that we can choose to create space, press pause, and then choose what our next response is. A note here, because it needs to be said. Please don't convince yourself that you are the only one in the world who can't benefit from mindfulness, or that it just won't work for you. It has been around for thousands of years. There are there's ample literature and study, uh, research done on different mindfulness-based stress reduction techniques, and it it works. The avenue that we choose to get to the mindfulness may be different. It will be different for some of us. And the exact same thing won't work for you or me every day or different times in our lives for different levels of stress and anxiety. But the tools do work. We have to give them time in order to work. If we try and sit down and practice mindfulness one time, of course, we're not going to know what we're doing. Probably won't see any benefits. We might. It's called a practice for a reason. It is simple, yes, it is not easy. It all takes practice, and like anything new, you probably won't be good at it right away or feel like it's even working. But it is possible that you are not ready to let go of the stress and anxiety when it is still serving a purpose for you. And that is something different. That's a whole other episode, so I will do that. But the point being here is that forcing something is not the goal here. If we're not ready, we're not ready, but we have to eventually come to come to that understanding. And that can be a very difficult one to understand that we are holding on to these things that don't really feel great and serve us in a good way because they are serving a purpose. So I'm wrapping this up for today, as always, immensely, immensely grateful for you and your time and your attention and that you choose to spend it here with me. If you found this episode useful, please do share it with a friend so that they might also find some use in it. If you want to learn to use your breath as a tool to create more balance with nervous system hygiene practice, go click that link in the show notes or set up a discovery call to chat about any questions you have. I am also thinking of opening up spots here on the podcast for some free coaching calls to share. If you are interested in that, uh, choose the discovery call option and we can set that up. All right, my friend, until next time, we'll do this again next week. I hope you have a beautiful week and until then, peace out.